Hello and welcome back to the Journey to Motherhood podcast. I am your host, Quashonda Everett, and you are listening to episode eight featuring a guest named Natalie Jordan. Natalie will be sharing her personal and unique journey to motherhood. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy. Hi, Natalie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Quashonda. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I like to start off by just giving an introduction of how I met the guest that comes on the podcast. And I met Natalie through Instagram. Um, she is a follower of the podcast for the, um, the podcast Instagram's page. And I also follow her. And so we just met each other. Um, I put up a post about people reaching out to me to be a part of the podcast. And Natalie reached out to join. And I really appreciate you for being a part of this. So yeah. I'll just go ahead and let you get started and you can share your journey. Okay. Thank you so much again. Um, yeah, basically my journey began, I want to say when I had turned 38 years old. Uh, basically I had at that age, uh, blighted mm. ovum to be um, specific. And that's really where my journey began. Um, I already had a child. She was about five years old at the time, a female. Uh, my daughter's was named, uh, her name is Grace. And I wanted, mm -hmm. you know, to have another one, of course. <laughs> I'm one of three children. I'm the eldest. And so, you know, I was always used to being around siblings and all that stuff. And I had a very good childhood. You know, I grew up in the 80s. And it was like, to me, I had the best childhood. So I just wanted to have that for my daughter. So mm -hmm. basically, um, the what happened first was that, okay, I had the miscarriage. That was really tough, you know, and painful, physically painful when I went through that. And then, so after that, I um, worked towards, you know, having another baby. And I said, okay, I'm 38. I guess, you know, maybe I don't have that much time as I thought, you know, so let me see what I can do to get some help. So the first thing, I was born in Belize. I have Belizean friends. And the first thing that they would give you an advice, they'll say, you know, why don't you do a detox? You know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, old remedies that people use to mm -hmm. um, detox their bodies. And we just, I just started with some basic uh, things. I don't believe I went to, maybe I went to the doctor as well. You know, I think I did, but I just want to start off with that, the basic stuff. And so I, what I did was I drank Cena, Cena Lee tea with mm -hmm. that and, there and then they, they say why don't you try bark you know why don't you try the bark and you what you do you drink that with a little wine you know in a little shot glass they say why don't you try that okay I did all those things you know I didn't have any success with that so then I said mm -hmm. well maybe I should move on to you know a doctor you know maybe mm -hmm. they could be, better help me I tried the natural stuff as to my knowledge at that time what I knew okay I know I find out I found out stuff later on as my journey went, went forward. But I said, let me go to the doctor. I went there. Uh, similar to your story, you know, they started me on Clomid. I did that, put my stomach in knots. I mean, it was just very, very painful. I'm like, this can't be the way God is going to bless me with a child because this, this hurts. And I'm like, no way, this going to be a better way. So then, you know, I went to the doctors. I said, okay, this is not helping me. What else do you have? And they said, well, Mrs. Jordan, you know, for your age, you really need to consider 
doing something more invasive, probably like an IUI, you know, IVF, something like that. Okay, so I said, mm -hmm. wait, okay, IVF, that's expensive, I know. I didn't know too much about I IUI, but I said, let me see uh, what I can do. So I found out about a place, okay, um, that they do, they give away free IVF treatments every month in Irvine. I don't know if I could, you, I could say the name of the, the place. And no, it's fine. Okay, it's called Life IVF. It's like an Asian-owned, uh, um, you know, IVF office. And I said, yeah, let me see what I can find. I was trying to look into doing clinical trials and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. because of my age, they didn't have a lot of clinical trials for my age, and that was very interesting to find out. That's why I really mm -hmm. advocate people, you know, being uh, proactive early in the early stages and trying to get help. So mm -hmm. I went to this seminar. They have them once a month on a Saturday. And it's a really funny story along the way, but I'm just going to make, make it short. I ended up winning the treatment. You know, they did a raffle. They dropped the number. The lady pulled a number. She dropped the first one. She says, what do I do next? And she said, they said, well, just pull another number. And then she pulled another number and it was my number. And they said wow. people literally come there from all over the world. It was a room full of like 30 couples or whatever. And I won the treatment. Then afterwards, not one couple had wished me, you know, told me congratulations or anything. I guess everyone was disappointed. And yeah. that's what the thing about infertility is, you know, it really, mm. really is a tough thing to go through, you know. And mm. I feel for those people. I know it must have hurt if you come from a long way. And so mm -hmm. they talked to me. They said they had a little sushi afterwards, you know, for the people that didn't win. It was really nice. And then they said, well, your next steps, Miss Jordan, is to meet with our financial person. And I said, okay. And then I said, I met with, with them and my husband and met, you know, met with them. And they sat me down. They said, well, there's going to be, you won this treatment. It's valued at $6,000. It's a natural IVF, not medicated. But there are like some other expenses. It's like another thousand dollars that you will need. So I said, okay, mm -hmm. to my husband, I said, I guess we're gonna have to get a little loan. So he says, okay, we could try to get a loan. Then so we went to the uh, Westcom, you know, I got a loan there, and then I began the um the the, the process, and it was very painful. Again, you know, mm -hmm. that's the key word, painful. They start prodding me with the needles every time you go. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're getting, you know, you've been through it uh, to get check your blood and all this stuff. And I said again, I said something about this doesn't sit well with me. But I didn't know at the time what was, you know, what I was going to do. So I went through everything. You know, they inserted the, um, they retrieved my eggs and they did the whole nine yards. And then uh, the lady even said when she was, you know, I was doing it, she says, well, you know, this thing doesn't really work the first time. It's good that you won the treatment, but people usually have to do this at least maybe two and three times. And I said, oh, wow. You know, I just went by faith. You know, I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a Christian person of faith. And I said, you know what? If it's, if it's for me, it'll work the first time. And so mm -hmm. I did it. It was very painful when they retrieved the eggs. I, didn't, I came in there with no medication or anything. And so I said, you know what? I'm supposed to feel this pain. I'm supposed to know, to tell people later on what not to do or what, you know, to try to do something else. 
And so I went mm-hmm. through the whole thing. Oh, I had went. To, I did an ACG test as well. I made sure my tubes weren't blocked. Just throw that in. It's like so many things. That's very painful. Yeah, I just covered all my bases. I made sure mm-hmm. everything was covered. And so um, they, you know, so that was not when nothing was blocked. So then I did the um, everything with the IVF, and then um, oh, it got to the point where I had to do the the oil injections. They said, okay, you're in the two-week wait. you got to do these oil injection, de- injections, I'm sorry, in your rear end. And oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. Progesterone. Oh, yeah. Oh, it hurts. Gosh, I never felt so much pain in my life. Mm-hmm. And then it's sore because you're sticking yourself yeah. so much. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could not stick myself. I have a friend whose mom is a nurse, retired nurse. And I said, maybe she could help me. Because I said, I can't do this every night. And she said, okay, just come here. I'll help you. I'll do it. And, you know, she was very, very sweet. And she says, I'll help you. But, I mean, I went to church one day. My backside was like, again, I'm like, there's got to be a better way. This is, this. the devil is a liar. You know? (laughs) Yeah, it hurt. I know. (laughs) Yes, it's like hurt upon hurt upon hurt. The thing is just all hurt. Okay? And then Mm -hmm. so... What happens is I did everything, call me with the results, and they said, Mrs. Jordan, your treatment failed. It did not work. And I'm telling you, I've gotten some news in my life, but it almost felt like a family member died when they told me that. Because it was like, I'm devastated. I'm like, I went through all of this, you know, all this money that, I mean, I know I didn't pay 6000 but I mean, this is worth $6,000. And this didn't not this didn't work. I mean, come on. So okay. I'm like, wow, what do I do now? You know, I did try some natural things in the beginning, and then I went to the science, and then I said, okay, well, I guess I got to go back to natural again. So I was doing some research, and I was re- researching about acupuncture, and I found out that a lot of IVF, um, you know, uh, patients they do the acupuncture and it helps their success rate. And I said, there must be something mm-hmm. with this IV, this um, acupuncture. So I found a very, very reasonable um, place right um, in my city where I live um, in Culver city. And the place is called Costa acupuncture. And they do it for like, at the time it was like $30, I think a session. And they even mm-hmm. had celebrities. Uh, they claim come there because it's so reasonable. Because, you know, mm-hmm. acupun- acupuncture could be costly depending on if you do the fertility mm-hmm. regular. And this was community mm-hmm. acupuncture. It wasn't like in a big room, but we were separated by, we were, there were separations. So you did have your privacy, which I like. Okay, so I did that for the six months. And then I was getting a little frustrated. I was doing it and I didn't, you know, it felt great. I fell asleep on the table when I'm doing it. And I came in there one day with excruciating pain and the pain just went away. You know, it's for pain relief as well as for a lot of things. And mm-hmm. yes. And so I got frustrated around, I want to say month four or five. I said, you know what? I don't know. I mean, uh, what, what, what else could I do? Could you give me some Chinese herbs? Cause they have the, in the pills uh, bottles, when you walk in, they have the pills and I, he gave me some of the herbs, you know, I tried that and I said, you know, I don't know if this is really working. And he said, well, you win some and you lose some. 
you know, and I said, what, mm. what do I do? I mean, do I continue doing this or do I try something else? And I was just about to do massage. I was researching our Vigo uh, massage and stuff like that. And they were saying, and, but it was very expensive. I said, do I want to do this? You know, this is, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. And so, but then right after that, it was on a Sunday. I'll never forget. I came home after church and I was just on YouTube, just doing a little research. And I came across a podcast just like yours. And the lady was on there. Her name is Rosita Arvigo. And she um, basically, she went to Central America, specifically Belize. And that's coincidentally, that's where I'm, I was born. I was raised here. I came here when I was two yes. years old. And she mm -hmm. was talking about how she wanted to learn about herbs. And she, um, she was fascinated because she saw someone almost die. And they gave the lady herbs. You know, she had a high fever or something. I don't remember the story so well. But the lady had something very, very serious. And they gave her the herbs. And it had cured her, like, immediately. And she says, I've got to find out more about herbs and study herbs. And then she found out about the herbs. She found out about vaginal steaming. That's the thing that I want to share with your listeners. It's the thing where it's basically, it's an ancient practice. It's been done for centuries all over the world. Okay. And it's something that people mm -hmm. still do to this day. And it's a very good, it's just basically you're sitting over an herbal tea, but you're doing it half nude. Okay, and there's many different ways of doing it. And that's what I did. I just went, she says, all you need for fertility, that was the first form of fertility in the ancient times. That's what they would ask you. They say, have you done mm -hmm. your, your bajo? Have you done your lavage? Have you done that? And then the, they would give the person um, oregano, uh, rosemary, thyme. They'll give them the herbs. They'll put it in the water. They'll boil it for till it gets boiled, and then they'll steep it. And then they'll, they'll sit on it in a bucket. I don't know how they used to do it in those days. I guess a bucket. And then that would be the mm -hmm. first way of trying to help someone conceive. And I kid you not, um, I kid you not, I did it one time and it worked. The next month I conceived after four years of trying. Oh, my Lord. Yes. Wow. Yes. Everybody is amazed when I tell them this story because... It's just about going back to the basics, going back to our roots, you know. Uh -huh. And I did a Zoom last night, you know, for the first time. I'm trying to educate people about it. And everyone enjoyed the Zoom uh, lesson that I did. You know, I had slides. And I'm, I'm a graphic designer, so I made it vi visually very interesting to watch. And I just got, you know, mm -hmm. got some, some from people's websites, just got some copied and pasted information, put it on the slides. And I just explained it to them and they're like, wow, this is this something to this thing. And I'm interested. I want to know more. And that's where I am. That's my story. It's becoming more popular. Uh -huh. I see it a lot. The bad, and I've never tried it, but I've, I've, I see it a lot. Yeah. It seems like it's becoming more popular. Wow. I didn't know it had so much. Like, I, I didn't know it had as many benefits. It has so many benefits, like 30 benefits, you know, for your Wow. I, can, I could go on and on. That's just one. So yeah. does it assist with like five? I'm sure they assist with fibroid tumors and things like that as well. Does it? Yeah. Does it help with fibroid, that? Fibroid, PCOS. Those are the big, the big ones that people really uh, want to use it for. Endometriosis, all that. Wow. I mean, I I don't have any cramps or very little discomfort. 
you know, it just like basically wow. it's a wellness thing to do. You could do it like once a month, as little as once a month or once a week. I do it weekly and it's just very relaxing. Mm -hmm. Do you do it at home or you, you go somewhere and do it? Yeah, I just do it at home like that from the very first time I did it. I did it at home because I mean, that, that was before the virus, but it was something to me. It seemed so, I mean, I almost burned myself doing it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it's something that I like about it. It's something you could do in the comfort of your own home. Or if you just want to treat yourself, uh -huh. you know, mother's day, whatever you say, I'll let somebody else do the work. It just depends on what, what kind of mood you're in. I would personally, I would like to try right. doing it at a salon. I just want to see what the experience would be like. You know, it's not that I can mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. I've heard so much about vaginal stress. I never knew that it could help cure infertility. I though. really believe you it did because that was it. I mean, people have questioned me. They're skeptics. They say, how do you know it was that? And I just, I know it was that because I just did it the one time. That was a big thing. I mean, I'm not going to say the acupuncture didn't help me because that all of that helps. Mm -hmm. Everything helps as much as you can do naturally mm -hmm. helps to balance your body. Your mm -hmm. hormones. But I'm just thinking mm -hmm. if maybe I did that first. Maybe it wouldn't have worked. I don't know, you know, but God saw, God mm -hmm. saw me and I was like the woman. And there's a story in the Bible where this woman had an issue of blood. I don't know if you're familiar with that story. Oh, yeah. I know all about it. Yes. And all her yes, money. Yeah. That was me. That was like yeah. modern day. And I felt like her. <laughs> Listen, I felt like her after all. After I got pregnant and we looked back over all the money we spent, I was like, oh, I feel just like her. I should. But, you know, it's all about time and I believe and patience. Yes. You know, it's a lesson that comes out of everything we go through in life. And, uh, and, and we both, you and I were with that so that we can share our story today to help other women. You know, that's a part of why we went through it as well. Exactly. Cause we've got, if we get a quick fix, we wouldn't have looked back. You know, I like what Gabrielle union, I don't know if you follow her on Instagram. I do. Uh huh. And did you see what she put on mother's day? Mm -hmm. I did. Uh, was this, I, it was so touching yeah. because she didn't have to, she doesn't have to say nothing to people that are you know, infertile, you know, infertile. She didn't have to say anything to them. Right. But it's like you want, mm -hmm. there's something mm -hmm. in us that makes us, like you said, the give back. And that's what I'm trying to do. I, I feel like it's my duty. I feel like I, I feel like it's my duty because I remember how low I was at one point through my journey and how, just like you said, scrolling through YouTube and finding someone who encouraged you or, you know, I, that's why I feel like it's just my duty to like do this. I, you know, because I, I know someone somewhere may be having a low day and come across my podcast mm -hmm. or across my YouTube channel. You know, it's, it's a reason, reason why I feel like led to do all of this. Wow. Yep, I put it under Kirk Franklin has a song on YouTube and it's all about, you know, going through trials and all that. And I had put my story just briefly on there. And so many I went back to go look at it. So many people had liked what I said, I said how God had just opened my womb at 43 years old, you know, and I said, you know, this is everything is for a reason what we're going through, you know, hang in there. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's a So you so you conceived at 43 when, with your second yep. child. 42, 42. Actually, okay. I, I gave birth at 42. 42. OK. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I have a cousin wow. that had a baby at 50 years old. So, you know, I said, well. 
you know, it's possible. I know in the Bible they had women that had babies older. But you figure out oh, the modern day, you know, 90 years old. But I'll tell you what. I remember when I was in it, I was like, Lord, don't make me wait that long. Right, I don't want right. to be that old. Like, <laughs> like those ladies. I don't want to do I want to be able to enjoy my kid. I don't want to be 60 years old and pregnant. Like, you know, so. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I really appreciate you for coming on. And I am going to keep track so I can join your next Zoom so I can learn more about it and invite some of my lady friends. I'm sure I know a lot of people of uh, some of my friends who have endometriosis and really bad menstrual cramps mm -hmm. and fibroid. Yeah. And if they're educated about what this does, I'm sure it'll be helpful. Because like I said, I see it everywhere, but I've just never really felt like trying mm -hmm. it. Um, but if it has those many benefits, I think I may, like once everything gets back right. to normal, go somewhere and right. try it. I don't, I'm scared to try it at home first. I'll try it somewhere else first and then mm -hmm. maybe at home. That's what I like. It's like you could do it. Yeah. You could do it any way you want. Just whatever way you feel like you mm -hmm. want to do it. You know, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't know when we'll get back to normal. Yeah. yeah. I know. I mean, I follow a lot of people on Instagram and they're actively steaming people. So I guess it's just a matter of, you know, finding the right person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, folks are back to doing massages and things like that. So I guess, like you said, finding the people that are out here mm -hmm. doing it or whatever. I'll definitely put it on my list to try. I I'm excited about oh, that. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And it was nice to meet you. And like I said, I'll keep keep following you so that I can catch your next Zoom and invite some more ladies to um to look in and be a part of it as I well. I love that. Thank you for having me again. It was fun.